Hello and welcome to Book Reviews Kill, a podcast about fantasy, sci-fi, and horror novels. I'm Evan. And I'm Chad. And you're listening to The Friday Forge, a weekly episode where we dismantle short stories, smelt bookish ideas, and hammer out topics brought forth by the Book Reviews Kill community. And today, we're just answering some questions brought forth by the Book Reviews Kill community, the Discord, to be specific. We've got three questions here. Chad and I will do our very best to answer for everybody. And our first question comes from Shadow Boot. Shadow Boot asks... (laughs) I'd love to hear more Great about. Name. I know I like that one. Uh, I'd love to hear more about the manga or graphic novels Evan is interested in reading in the future. I was pleasantly surprised by the Lock and Key graphic novel by and Jill my Hill live over and here? Gabriel <laughs> Rodriguez. Super good. No, Chad, you can you can. Let's start with you since, uh, since no, no, it's a fair question. So I'm not a huge manga fan. I mean, I love manga. I just have yet to like really marinate in the world is you know? there anything in, in particular that you're interested in at the moment yes actually i've been um kind of gearing up to read me some saga Ooh. i uh yeah i think it'll be a good one that's not gonna take me too deep you know it can kind of let me flirt with it a little bit i think saga is a perfect entry into comics and graphic novels and stuff it's the art is incredible Brian K. Vaughn is a seasoned writer. I mean, he did uh, Why the Last Man and Paper Girls, uh, The Lions of Baghdad. Like, he's he's very experienced at what he does. And uh, Fiona very Staples, colorful, too. I like that. Yeah, you all know? of that art is so incredible. Uh, yeah, yeah. You would like Saga a lot, I okay. think. Especially while we're reading The Expanse, too, actually. If you're, like, kind of in that sci-fi, like, mood, it's kind of like a... It's not silly or anything. Well, no, it gets pretty silly. <laughs> there's always Actually. an element, just like a Marvel movie. There's always an element of like silliness in there, you know? Yeah, I think you would like it a lot. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to that one. Uh, what are you looking forward to? Uh, I've got a ton of stuff on my list as usual. <laughs> also, sidebar, every time I think Saga, I think in my brain, Saga. Because it sounds Sega. like Sega. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see here. So, yeah, I mean, uh, Lock and Key, um, like Shadowbot, Shadow Boot recommended. Um, yeah, Lock and Key is one of those things that I'm sure I will enjoy. That's Joe Hill. That's Stephen King's son. Obviously, it's probably pretty cool. Um, I still really want to read The Sandman by Neil Gaiman, Joe Simon, and Jack Kirby. I I know for a fact that that's amazing. It's about the I dreamer even... person, right? The person who controls so. dreams. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I mean, I'm sure it's more than that, but. Um, it seems appropriately dark. Neil Gaiman is incredible. Yeah, he is. He's the man. Everything uh, I've read from him, I'm like, wow, why don't I read more of yeah, Neil Gaiman? Just read everything he's ever read. I really ooh, I should do what you did for Stephen King and just gaming it's, out. It's consistently incredible. And I'm sure the Sandman is fantastic. Um, another one that I really wanted to get started on is Monstrous. Why uh Monstrous? What calls you? Uh, that's by Marjorie Liu, by the way, if anybody was wondering. Um, I don't know the art. It's mostly the art whenever I see this stuff. Like, I don't typically look at what it's about. Um, it's usually like the art is such a big part of it, I feel like. Um, Absolutely. And, I, and it, maybe this is not correct, right? Maybe this is wrong, or maybe big comic book fans and graphic novel fans and manga fans can argue with me on this. But I feel like if the art is really good, why would you make the art that good if the story isn't good? Like, what's the point of doing all that effort? Right, lipstick on a pig. Like, and why? That could be so wrong. Like, obviously, there, there might be... We can save it with the I, art. I, I find no. that the better the art is, the better the story is. And I'm not saying that um, manga or graphic novels with, like, minimal or kind of thrown together art, like, stylized in that way is not a good story either. But I've found that, um, you know... If, if like if you're gonna put that much effort into the art, it's because the someone came to that artist with a really good story 
or a right and to bring food you know. analogies into this as we <laughs> always do you know it's like the ingredients to a meal the better the ingredients the better the meal and it's like i don't know why you would waste really good ingredients on like a not good steak you know like save yeah. it for the wagyu uh, speaking of really cool art, uh, Lore Olympus is another one that I've been really wanting to get into. Uh, I feel like you could cruise through those really, really fast. I don't think there's very much text on those pages, but big, colorful, huge pieces of art in those books. Uh, Why the Last Man? I think I just mentioned that, but that's another Brian K. Vaughn um, uh, comic or graphic. I don't know what's a comic and what's a graphic novel. I don't know. It's a fine line. <laughs> what's matter. a burrito? What's a taco? You know, what's a soup? What's cereal? Who knows? <laughs> I think the burrito taco thing is not really too debated, but soup and what cereal. I mean, a a taco is uh isn't a taco a corn tortilla? A I burrito? think it's folded over. I think I define them by the shape, but my roommate doesn't. We get in this argument all the time. No, no, a burrito is a flour tortilla wrapped with all the ingredients inside of it in like a closed container. That's what I think. It's closed, but it doesn't necessarily need to be a flour. It's just a tortilla right. that's wrapped yeah. in. Okay, you know, it doesn't closed. necessarily. But a taco is like a U. Yeah, exactly. Little, yeah, yeah. It's a little pocket. My roommate disagrees. That's um, that's not. Yeah, <laughs> I did. I disagree with your roommate. Me too. Uh, He's like, you can have a closed taco. I was like, dude, no. But the soup cereal thing. Now that it's a rough one. That's a tough one because it is soup. Mm -hmm. is, it, we we should. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep going. <laughs> okay, so, uh, and then as far as as far as manga, uh, Vinland Saga. I'm on book two right now. It's incredible. It's so freaking good. Um, but I'd really love to get into Vagabond. And also Kingdom, and I just I just recently learned that those those are mangas that are primarily focused on fantasy, and they're called seinen manga. Um, they're they're po focused on like fantasy politics, action, sci-fi, etc. But also the genre is specifically targeted towards men between the ages of eighteen and forty. And like the I guess the pillars of seinen manga are Vagabond, Vinland Saga berserk and kingdom like those are the ones to read uh so There's i didn't know that lofty titles yeah uh, apparently vagabond is really really good I've, i don't i only just found out about kingdom uh today actually because i was researching some vinland saga stuff but yeah uh, that's kind of what i've got my eye on I'm looking at the cover for Monstrous and or one of I don't know maybe it's just some fan art or something but there's like a monster squeezing a person like a fruit and like the person's uh blood is basically like, Cushing into their mouth. It's pretty disgusting, actually, but it's just uh, it looks pretty it's cool. It's funny in yeah. its graphic violence. Uh, yeah, that'll do it for me, though. That's my answer. I mean, I'm, there's obviously Good question, Shadow Boot. There's all kinds of other stuff that I'm constantly looking at. Like, I want to read more Junji Ito. I've got a few things on my shelf over here. Um, I want to read Watchmen and V for Vendetta. I still haven't gotten to those. I would love to read V for Vendetta. I loved that movie. Yeah, I've got I've got Sin City over here that I need to read. There's some Hellboy comics I want to get to. I want to read Akira. Uh, this it's endless. It's just like everything else. It's just as 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 soon as I think, oh man, I think I'm catching up on stuff. I, I have go. the uh, V for Vendetta V speech memorized. Oh yeah, didn't you do that for like a talent show or something? I, I did it for my um, it was some class drama class, and I did it the other day because I was like, it's been like a decade, and I was able to do it. Do you think you could do it now? Should we just... Sure. Okay, I'll do it. Here we go. Voila, in view, a humble vaudevillian veteran cast vicariously as both victim and villain by the vicissitudes of fate. This visage, no mere veneer of vanity, is vestige of the Vox Populi, now vacant, vanished. 
However, this valorous visitation of a bygone vexation stands vivified and is vowed to vanquish these venal and virulent vermin, vanguarding vice and vouchsuffing the violently vicious and voracious violation of volition. The only verdict is vengeance, a vendetta, held as a votive not in vain for the value and veracity of such shall one day vindicate the vigilant and the virtuous. Verily, this vigisuage of verbiage veers most verbose, so allow me to simply add that it is my very good honor to meet you, and you may call me V. My God, that was beautiful. Whoa. <laughs> thank you. That was so cool. I'm so glad thank we you, did this episode you. just so you could do that. Wow. <laughs> Me too. Yeah, I hadn't done it in like 13 years. I was like, I wonder if I still got that. And so I was able to do it. It's amazing how the memory works because it's yeah. mine is especially poor <laughs> you praise me on mine all the time look you just did that that's ridiculous that's so cool yeah i guess it's in me forever now <laughs> uh all right so our next question comes from ian flat ian asks what would be your desert island author Ooh, you start this one off okay so i i wrote down some ground rules here okay i said let's assume we're on the island for the rest of our lives there's no hope of escape but there is a book delivery service pelican that only brings you books by one author so oh. Pelican is, is nice that he's giving you some entertainment, but he's a stickler and doesn't want to do that much work, I guess. I don't know. Is uh, he a fast flyer? Like, is it whenever I want or oh, yeah, is it over? Yeah, it's like... whenever you want. Okay, yeah. cool. Uh, maybe cool, all of cool. them at the same time. So I picked Robin Hobb. Oh, which I know. And, and it's like, I feel like a lot of listeners are probably like, why didn't you pick Stephen King? Um, I didn't want to. I don't want to read Stephen King for the rest of my life. Not stuck in, in that scenario. I don't, yeah, I know. That's a sad. really good point. Yeah. I mean, Robin Hobb's pretty sad too, but it's like nice and fantastical. And yeah, uh, that, that would actually transport me. I mean, I, I love me some Stephen King, but yeah, when I escape, I don't want to escape into hell. <laughs> <laughs> but Robin Hobb has 30 books, not counting all of really? her short fiction and everything. Well, okay. So Robin Hobb doesn't have 30 books, but I'm using a technicality here and I'm saying I can still read Megan Lindholm books because. Robin Hobb is Megan Lindholm's pen name. Uh, so, oh, okay. I was like, are they really good friends? No, like no, no. It's the same person. <laughs> it's the same author. It's just different names. So I'm, I'm exploiting a loophole here, but I think it's fine. Uh, but Interesting. Like, is that because she started a couple, probably a couple decades ago when male authors were the, were the thing? <laughs> I'm not sure. Um, I don't know, really. Um, I have a feeling she picked a uh, fairly androgynous name for probably those reasons. Um mm -hmm. Um, but I haven't read any Megan Lindholm either, so I'm not really sure if she was trying to like separate into a different genre or something. I, mean, I haven't really done a lot of research on why um, Megan Lindholm changed to Robin Hobb, but uh, Megan Lindholm had three series uh, totaling, oh no, excuse me, two series. Um, one of them was Wind Singers, and one was The Reindeer People, and then four standalone books as Megan Lindholm. And then the Reindeer People, that's a crazy name. <laughs> and then Robin Hobb, has the Farseer trilogy, the Lifeship Trader trilogy, Tawny Man, Fits in the Fool, Rainwild Chronicles, and Soldier Son trilogy. Oof, so a lineup. A and all those books are really long and really dense and really good. So radically I think, good. I think it'd be fine. I mean, obviously, that's such a weird question because like you're you're absolutely going to get sick of that in like three years. You know, yes. <laughs> I mean, like you'd get sick of it so fast. But I think it would last me a, a while. Like I think it would. It'd be good for a long time. And, uh, and there's I depth ever... there. You can get yeah, more out of it when you're reading it. You know, it's like Harry Potter would be awesome, but four or five reads later, it's like, no. it would still be great as you know, but, but no, you're not getting more depth out of it. You yeah. know, uh, what was no. yours? 
Uh, boy, Robin Hobb was a great answer. Good, good choice on that one. So when this, we were reviewing our notes together before, and I originally thought when you asked this question that it was which author you would spend on a thing. So I'm oh, over yeah. here like researching like which author has <laughs> written cool the most person. survival books. You know, because like obviously that would oh. be the, <laughs> you know, like that guy obviously Bring is going to be able to less add with you. Yeah, like increase my quality of life. But then Evan corrected me in my thinking that it was which series. So uh, I, I hate to be a broken record, and y'all know me. <laughs> I'm going to pick Ari Salvatore, man. I think that's respectable. Yeah. He's got like a hundred books out. That's a Some lot. Some of my favorite characters. I just love them. They're tasty. So transportive. Yeah. And they're all books about like overcoming hardship and like either right. via like your race that you come from that's purely evil except for you or the situation the place that you're in that is full of evil creatures and demons and stuff that need this so i feel like it would fill me with hope yeah. and give me some motivation to like make it one more day and there's some depth there too for sure like we did three podcast episodes on one trilogy yeah all solid episodes i think i would paint a coconut you know call him like wilson and start reading out loud to him you'd probably have to do that it'd probably take you about four years maybe to go totally crazy I feel like he just wouldn't last that long. <laughs> I like to beatbox and I really like to um, make hip hop songs and like freestyle. And when people are like, I'm so bored. I'm always like, man, why don't you just like beatbox? Like that's super fun. <laughs> why do you just beatbox? I might be Come insane, on. but I would be a very good beatboxer by the so time <laughs> I left that island. Yeah. I mean, I feel like with Salvatore, I haven't read all of this stuff, but I feel like it would start to get a little samey. Oh, for sure. After a while, but it's not really a problem. I right. Guess. It's kind of, the point almost like you're reading it for a specific like drist is going to come in he's going to skitter around a bunch he's going to flash his swords there's going to be marvelous one-on-one -on -one sword play and drist will overcome and be the champion of the minute every time but salvatore also has a ton of non-drist uh books he does, too. yeah and i would love to sink my teeth into a couple of those which i really haven't yeah because like in addition to the drist books he's got like uh, the corona stuff i don't know 15 books in that and he's got like spear wielder's tale chronicles of venice ale crimson shadow he wrote a star wars book yeah like he's got a ton of like the graphic novel adaptations would count uh he's got a bunch of short stories yeah you'd be fine. he did some I script work on attack of the clones so i wonder if i'd get the movie too uh he also worked on um kings kingdoms of amalur reckoning which is a role-playing game for xbox 360 and ps3 and pc so i wonder if technically you'd be able to have a playstation and oh, that game and like one and movie a TV. <laughs> attack of the clones <laughs> like, not my first attack pick, of the but... Clones. <laughs> but like i wonder like how much like because because then if you could technically if it didn't have to be a book it was just like an author uh -huh. there's you could only consume media by that author it's like i might then pick stephen king because that comes with a ton of movies yeah too. he has the world he's the world record holder for the most books to movie yeah hmm, i'd have to rethink Ooh, that but anyway let's uh let's move on to the next question okay these are good questions guys good go team yeah thank you so the last question for this episode is from kyle cat one of our mods on discord kyle cat asks who are the four people on your fantasy Mount Rushmore? So I have two answers to this, but I want to hear yours first. Well, first off, it might go against my Jewish sensitivities to engrave these authors in stone, but... Uh... <laughs> are you not supposed to do that? I mean, you know, like a graven image. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I wouldn't I be worshipping it, so it'd just be like a piece of art. It's fine. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. you get somebody else to do it for you. Yeah, totally. I mean, even if you, I did yeah, it myself, don't I don't care. It's not like I'm like, you know, killing a calf to them or something. 
that might be a little messed up. That's the next question. Yeah, actually. which one would you kill a cat, dude? Uh, guys. Um, okay, so uh, I wanted to, I thought about Salvatore, but he's, while I would love to read his books forever, I wouldn't ensconce him in stone, you know? Ensconce. Is that, is that a word? Ensconce? Okay, ensconce him in stone. I think I'm messing that up with ensconcel. I always mess, I don't know how to say it. When you like sorcerize someone, you, you <laughs> magic them. Ensorcel? Yeah, it's like ensorcel or something. I don't know. I'll look it up later and sound. Not foolish next episode. Uh, okay, so I put Robin Hobb on my chisel list. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. I also put Patrick Rothfuss because I love his books. We hate on him a bunch uh, after hearing commentary and really giving some good thought. I mean, I hate a lot of on him. Well, you don't hate I've him. Joined the, it's all I've me. joined the club a little bit, and certainly he's not the pinnacle like he used to be because I've thought a little more critically and my book horizons have expanded but i still love him fairly very dearly so he's going on yeah, there totally. um i want to throw uh josiah bancroft on there because he's the author of my favorite book series books of babel and then also cool, steven cool. erickson because i think he adds a ton to the genre and those uh the malazan books are so amazing they're not my favorite books but they're uh, like cornerstone books yeah, interesting. Okay. Yeah, there's a yeah, lot of depth and meat there, you know? And then I would I would carve a little teeny space in there if I had, like, the budget for it for a Stephen King, just as an ode to the Dark Tower series, as well. It's not my favorite fantasy book series or anything. I think it's one of the few fantasy series that exists, like, in a unique class of its own that has not only aided and helped to evolve the fantasy genre as a whole, but it's something I kind of consider a must-read for any lover of the genre who's trying to be, like, well-read, you know? For sure. Yeah, I, I like it. I think, um like, Erickson might be one of those authors that would be a desert island author yeah uh, be like 14 times before you're even like oh i got this story <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah you could do it like once a year for 20 years and still be picking stuff up so uh, that might but i don't know if you'd be able to read the esselmont stuff what's so Esselmont? Esel that, that would suck that's the other guy that writes um the who helped them create books, the world uh, tales of the malazan oh, okay yeah exactly so yeah, Erickson wrote like the meat of it, and then Esselmont wrote mm. a lot of other stuff. Which um, Book Reviews Kill is tackling later this year, guys. So, oh man, we that's are. gonna be a fun we challenge. Are. I am strapping on my hiking boots, getting ready for that. At the same time as we're reading Throne of Glass, so two of the most that's complicated gonna be an interesting few book months. series. <laughs> they will be complicated for different reasons. What an interesting juxtaposition that we're those. Uh, those what a great combo. If you wanted to go with a strict like founding fathers route, you know what I mean? Uh, I would these, I would pick Tolkien. Uh, he almost made mine. So if this is my founding fathers, like okay, you pick two? the old the old guard, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did the two, old guard. Uh, so like Tolkien, uh, C.S. Lewis, yeah, uh, Lewis Carroll, and Mervyn Peake. Okay, those are great. Yeah, so I think those are like you know, and you could pick like George MacDonald. You could pick. I would even. Uh, consider maybe Mary Shelley or Bram Stoker. Uh, you could you could do a lot. Asimov, if we were talking science fiction. Yeah, but I mean, I think with fantasy, the big ones would be like Tolkien and C.S. Lewis, obviously, and then Lewis Carroll, um, for sure. <clears throat> uh, Michael Landa, who did uh, The NeverEnding Story, might, oh. might fit in there as well. But then Mervyn Peake, who wrote Gormenghast, uh, I think like doesn't get enough love and um, contributed quite a bit to like popular fantasy and then i think like you could probably throw gene wolf on there too but i didn't um, i think so but maybe but okay so that's just like my boring answer but my my real <laughs> personal rushmore who you're getting out the chisel would, for but yeah who would i would actually so tolkien stays on um oh, yeah. but then i would put ursula the Gwyn. Ooh, nice on there 
And then George R. R. Martin, I know it's a contentious answer. It's for me, I feel like George R. R. Martin just brought it brought it home for everybody. I, honestly, I'm surprised that you love him so much. Like I'm not surprised that he's on your <laughs> I know, list because I, I know you, but like I think a lot of people are surprised well, that I love George R. R. Martin so much. You just don't like, like the I, politicking. Like, oh, you don't like an excessive amount of politicking. Oh. And those books are nothing but politicking. They are, but the characters, man, like those characters, like Ned Stark, yeah. Arya Stark, Jamie. I love that Ned Stark gets a mention, even though he's like not in very much. Oh, Ned's like easily one of the best characters in the entire series, like easily. In my opinion, Martin took it was just like the culmination of Western Eurocentric Middle Ages style fantasy, yep. and he took it and he brought it up to the top of the mountain, and he was just, and that's where it's at now. Like that's the bar now, right? And I agree. If anybody wants to try to hit it, then you're welcome to, but you're probably not going to. Right. You know, I think I think he it's you can call it derivative, you can call it all kinds of things, but I think that Martin, even though the books aren't finished yet, I know that. Uh, I mean, you know, I mean, is he took a lot from um, like uh, the the French author uh, Maurice Duran. Like he took a little bit from him, like some T. H. White. You know, I mean, you could yeah, you could draw a lot could of lines. Say everything so, is derivative. I know, though, I know. know. But what I'm saying though is like I feel like Martin. Uh, took a lot of those influences and took his like kind of more uh, screenplay sensibilities and then created, even if you don't want to count how Game of Thrones repopularized contemporary fantasy, like I feel like just those books alone, like kind of like reintroduced a lot of themes with a certain kind of like, like modern pace and sensibility mm-hmm. to them. I agree. Like with, with a lot of the same density, but yeah, I don't know. I just, I could go on about Martin forever. So he's up there. And then also the last one up there would be Robin Hobb as well. Oh, nice. I think, yeah. I mean, I think Robin Hobb, as far as like deep emotional character like yeah like i've like i'm so attached to what's going on in those books like her world building is fantastic she weaves everything in so well the stories take their own time to read when fitz stubs his toe your foot hurts yeah i mean like i i thought about throwing sanderson up there throwing old sanderson on uh because interesting that he didn't make either of our lists I mean, you know, I mean, I, I love Sanderson. Me too. Um, I think he's, I think he's contributed so much. Like he's, he's contributed all kinds of stuff to the genre, and he's written some of my favorite fantasy books. I just, um, I don't know. Like, just, uh, he's not, up, he's not up on the mountain no, for me. He didn't come you know? into my brain. Like, yeah. I'm gonna give Evan a little promo here. If you guys want to get hyped about reading Stormlight Archive, watch Evan's video. He has this video out where he was like defending it, where someone was like. Uh, it's so uh, I think they were they were calling it derivative and saying that it's just it's not unique in any way. Yeah, and I was like, are you kidding me? And then he explains all of the awesome parts about that story. He does a really good job breaking down its pieces. I remember watching it and just being like, I am so hyped to read read Stormlight right now. Like, wow, he just really gave it a great great promo. Oh my gosh, yeah. Like I try not to clap back too mo- too often on TikTok because like Lord knows if you hang out on that app long enough, you will you can, there you can find plenty of stuff to respond to. But um, I just thought it was like kind of weird that somebody was like, Brandon Sanderson is not original, and it's like, what are you talking about? Like he he got the idea that you could charge armor with like little marbles that you leave out in thunderstorms. Like what? They're fighting a war on the shattered planes, and like while they're fighting this war on the shattered planes against an enemy who has like different physical class structures that they can like voluntarily change into and stuff like this totally like malleable enemy that they don't know anything about on the shattered planes, which are these giant like pillars with like chasms with monsters inside of them. It's like, what are you talking about? This is crazy. Say what you want about old Sando, you know? 
I mean, like, I find that uh, if if I did want to kind of like go on a tear or anything, I, I don't I don't particularly love his like delivery with certain stuff. Like, I think that he has a tendency right. to, um, <laughs> like, really just info dump and plop down the world in front of you and just kind of in a very like 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 textbook kind of like dry right. way sometimes. And I don't know. I mean, I feel like he doesn't really do it as often anymore. I found that it was mostly stuff like Elantris or like even in like the way of Kings, like the first chapter where um, Sveth is like climbing, climbing up the wall and it's just like, okay, so here's exactly how this works. And it's, it's, but I mean, whatever, it's also really cool. I mean, it's like, it's like talking to a, it's like talking to like a drunk nerd who has just thought of his own magic system at a party. You know what I mean? And they're just like <laughs> they're just like okay, here's how it works, uh, but I mean everything else. I mean like even this character development and the the story structure and the stakes and the the endings and the revelations and all the pacing is yeah. And the leadership like Kaladin seizing control of the bridge burners, the bridge burners, yeah. Uh, the bridge, the bridge crews. Bridge, I don't think they're called the cruise? bridge runners. I like think the bridge runners isn't bridge, bridge isn't bridge burners a, a Malazan thing? Oh yeah, it is, huh? I'm pretty sure. I, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, there's like um, Whiskey Jack's crew, yeah. I think, is the bridge burners. Yep, Malazan. Yep, totally. You're right. <laughs> Somebody commented on my TikTok and said that they named their son Whiskey Jack. Wow, that's a terrible name to name a real person. Well, I don't. Okay, so uh, if if that was you, sounds like a tank. If that's what if that was you and you're listening personally, I think that's really cool. Uh, I hope your son. I mean, you have a rad name. It's just weird. Whiskey <laughs> I, Jack. I think they were messing with me. Like, why would you, why would you name your son something that had the word whiskey in it? Yeah. But I don't know. It's your kid. Do whatever you want. Yeah, uh, I guess. <laughs> you know, it's illegal to name uh, your kid like swear words. Is it really? Yeah. Huh. I don't know if it is here. I think it's in Australia that I read that, but I assumed it was everywhere. But that could be totally fake. I think that's just kind of one of those things that's like, why would you? Right. Like, this but, is my kid. But whenever, like... I don't know, whenever you ask, like, why would you? Someone somewhere has done it. So. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking this up just to make sure. Me too. <laughs> oh. <laughs> So apparently they differ from state to state, but having a numeral in your name is mostly not allowed. Uh, Elon Musk, uh, I think you have something to say for yourself on that front, right? You put like a Delta character in his kid's name. It's like Epsilon something something. You're like, dude, what? We can't even say that, man. Cool. I think that's going to wrap it up for us today. We got sufficiently off track, uh, which is where we always end up in these episodes. Okay, before we just end, I got to add to this a little bit. Okay, so example of the illegal baby names in the U.S. are King, Queen, (laughs) Jesus Christ. What? three L's or maybe it's just the number three slash 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 Santa Claus majesty mystery N word. Wow. Hard R Adolf Hitler, Messiah, the at symbol and one zero six nine. Whoa. Yeah. You can't name your kids Santa Claus. Nope. Or Adolf Hitler. Wow. That's interesting. Like you shouldn't ever do that, but like to not be allowed to is interesting. And like mystery N word, of course, like, yeah, you shouldn't be naming your kid the N word. I feel like Santa Claus should fly. I feel Absolutely. like that's fine. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's nothing. That's fine. Yeah, why not Santa Claus? Maybe because I wonder if it's copyrighted or something like Maybe, that. Maybe. I don't know. But, like, that'd be, that'd be the coolest kid in school. Yeah, definitely. It's weird. <laughs> anyway, we got to go. Okay, now I can get out of here. Let's go read. Yeah, everybody, thank you so much for listening to this episode. Uh, these Friday episodes are always a blast for us. So much Keep fun. the questions coming in the Discord. If you're not in the Discord yet, go ahead and join it. You're missing out. There's a special channel there for the Friday Forge episodes. Ask us whatever you like, and we'll try to get your questions answered. Join us on Monday for the Monday Morning Minute, and expect our first episode for the Dreamblood duology here this coming week, uh, The Killing Moon, which will be out Loving pretty it. soon. And then, uh, yeah, working through Babylon's Ashes. Ashes. <laughs> What's that? Babylon's, Babylon's Ashes. <laughs> 
Anyway, okay, I'm done. Everybody, hope you have an awesome rest of your day. And of course, happy reading. Bye, everybody.